Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you, Hector? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm all right. Been thinking about um, James today. He's, uh, he's staying in a treepee. He is in, staying in a treepee. In Carolina it's somewhere. pretty awesome. He sent us pictures. Yeah, I've never thought of James as being... Um, James is the banjo player in Killbillies, in case you were curious. But he's on, he's on vacation. He's, uh, so we don't have any uh, gigs this weekend. I'm actually going to go and watch uh, Frank Turner. I'm really looking forward to it. Nice. I'm going to go uh, Friday to uh, Connolly's and uh, check out Sierra Lane over there. Oh, that's right. Sierra yeah. Lane was our first guest on 561 Music, so that's always fun. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's James' birthday today. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Happy birthday, James. Yeah, by the time he hears this, it won't be his birthday. But happy birthday, James, <laughs> anyways. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, we have uh, Dylan and Stephanie on the show today. How's it going, guys? It's going good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what to do with my hands. That's all right. Neither do I. That's why I have you can a bottle model because I just keep You can like, do whatever you want with them. <laughs> Get <Yeah>. creative. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, you guys play in a wonderful band called the Coppertones, and um, and I know you, Dylan, from just the kind of bluegrassy kind of Americanery scene since for for quite a very long time. Yeah. Um, and we've but we've uh, yeah, we've been kicking around um, kind of the same sort of spots and places for years and years now. So it's nice to see you, and um, as always, and it, um, also just to kind of learn a little bit more about the band because I, you know, apart from listening to it on Spotify, you know, I, I don't know a huge amount about what you guys get up to. And it seems like you get up to quite a lot. You seem to tour and all sorts. Yeah, we try and try and stay busy. Um, you know, we play for a living, so we we do our best to, you know, play in town and, and do stuff like that. But it's really a lot more fun to get on the road and sure, just play for different people, meet people, travel. You know, that's yeah. Yeah. one of the great things about being able to just pick up all your stuff and go set up wherever to play so our our kind of approach to it is that we kind of well i mean this is i'm just speaking personally it's about half my income and the other half is through teaching and stuff you guys like 100 percent doing the band yep mm-hmm. yeah all time that's, that's awesome yeah. yeah yeah that's really really badass um so the first question i generally ask everyone is why did you start playing music originally and what was the early influences so why don't we just start with you stephanie and oh all right um, I had been singing since I was a little kid. Um, oh. I, you know, going from <clears throat> Disney to Mariah Carey to Whitney Houston <laughs> and all that jazz. Um, so I just always loved to sing. And then, um, in middle school, high school, I went into, um, chorus and, uh, you know, did, did that for a while and then did musical theater um, it was never really what I wanted to do. I just wanted right. to sing. Yeah. So yeah. it was my outlet to do that. Okay. Um, so. Makes you feel good singing, doesn't it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it can make a shitty day turn around real quick just yeah, by sure. singing a song, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. uh, it's such a great outlet. Um, so it's like the only thing that I've ever really, really loved to do. So, uh, you know, not being able to, not wanting to make a career out of uh, opera, opera or, you know, classical music or musical theater, I just, you know, kind of picked up a guitar, um, piano, just started, like, writing songs to see what would happen. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so I wrote a couple songs and then 
played an open mic and they were like, hey, do you want to play here every Monday? And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I, know, I know like <laughs> fucking five songs. <laughs> That's great. It worked out though. That's how it was. <laughs> songs on loop. Yep. Yeah, exactly, right? You guys didn't hear this one already. Were, right? your, were your parents musical? No. Uh, yeah. Well, my dad uh, used to sing. Uh, my parents are from Philly, so they used to sing. Right. He used to sing like on the streets, like in a, like a doo-wop group. Oh, really? Uh, I would say that's musical. In fact, that's badass. It's right. pretty. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, he's pretty just wrong, been man. like smoking cigarettes since he was like thirteen years old, so he yeah. can't really sing anymore. Gotcha. Uh, but that's the only musical background in my family, really. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's really cool, man. Do up on the streets of Philly. Yeah, I that's mean, I guess it does sound. An, it's really cool. As, as, as an, as an <laughs> English guy, that's just, just the coolest well, you thing. Say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say it out loud. Suddenly, it's like, damn, that is cool, Dad. You're cool. Well, you know, well, there's so many people that have these these families where they just start like picking at young ages, and I'm like, you know, you look at like Billy Strings or somebody like that, and you're like, damn, like that would be that would be awesome. And, yeah. Uh, so I guess I didn't give my dad enough credit. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dylan? How'd you get into music? I was not good at anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> I couldn't play sports. Like, right. I, um, and I really like. I mean, I just used to get picked on and made fun of a bunch, and like, uh, ended up joining band. And I think I was probably twelve or thirteen. Uh, I just started, I, I think I had a, a month of guitar lessons and a month of bass lessons. And by like 14, 15, I was in a punk rock band playing downtown, yeah, like with go. like older guys. And, you know, it's it such a strange dynamic to go from like school, yeah. and like, uh, get, you know, get picked on or whatever. And then like go play a bar downtown like <laughs> yeah but I, that yeah you that's know, awesome i love that and i can relate to it too it's like an identity thing at that age yeah yeah for sure i feel like we've had a lot of people on here though that i mean it, it, you, you and i included in that group that that's you know start out with the story of uh i i wasn't good at anything i didn't like sports i was you know i didn't really hang out with anybody and then i got into music yeah you know i love sports i just yeah they, they didn't love me i was a right fielder and then you know when in peewee baseball that's not a good thing right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny well yeah it works out what about your parents did they listen to music so yes but uh it, it was so funny it was more it was more like um, me. They were awesome and they supported me in every way and um, got me the CD clubs where you like order yeah, slogans. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that was like the thing. That was like Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, you know, Rolling Stones. My mom brought me to my to Rolling Stones when I was, I think, 12 or 13. And oh, amazing. That was, they don't play. No one in my family plays. Right. But, um, uh, as far as as far as a nurturing environment for anything I wanted musically or in general, really, they were pretty cool about That's just wonderful. supporting me, you know. So That's that cool. was nice. But I always wanted the family band too. Just right. not a not a thing. Well, me and my brother, uh, definitely, that's what we thought we were going to do when we were teenagers. We just used to play constantly, him on drums, me on guitar when we were growing up. We made a record. We had a band called Snork Maiden. Snork Maiden? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's intense. Right? <laughs> From the Moomins. I don't know if you know what the Moomins is, but it's like a weird 
um, cartoon okay. from uh, like Norway or something. And one of the characters is called Snork Maiden, and we decided to make that our band. <laughs> I've listened to some of the songs recently. That there was one of the, one of the <laughs> one of the songs on there. I, I was like 13, 14. The chorus went, So let me die here in self inflicted pain. <laughs> like that. I was really. Uh, it's intense for a 13, really, uh, man. I was going to say, <laughs> you know, to you. Horm- yeah, hormones and testosterone <laughs> right. and yeah. all things going. I know, yeah. I did the whole, you know, like eye Liner. makeup and stuff. <laughs> I was the worst when I was that age. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't angsty, a walk angsty. in the park either. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. I haven't thought about that in a long time. So, what um, what made you pick up the the stand up bass? Um, so about? I started like, and actually, before I kind of left this out, um, the first time I ever played in front of people was in church, and that right. was awesome because I like I, it when people talk about this in relation to the way it works in the U.S. because bit different than the uk because there's not quite so much kind of like kind of rocky type music in, yeah. in churches yeah. in england but like here it's you know big thing isn't it? this this was i mean i played with a bunch of older people in the church i was the you know the youngest one but it was cool because they just even if you mess up you know it's like so cool. okay. God, will, God will forgive you <laughs> <laughs> and um, god didn't notice but, yeah exactly um but uh the guy, the gentleman who played upright bass in the church, uh, I I was always into bass, and I just always thought it was a cool instrument. I played it for the first time when I was thirteen, and then eight. Fast forward to being eighteen, I was in a band. Uh, a good friend of mine uh, passed, the one who I used to play all the bars and stuff with when I was fourteen, fifteen, up until uh, I was eighteen. He passed away, and. I was like, I'm not going home. Yeah. And friends of friends were in a rockabilly band. And I really had, I mean, I was like punk rock, yeah. you know, ska and, and stuff like that at the time. And they're like, well, you're going to, you can come live with us and you're going to have to buy an upright bass. Yeah, there you go. So I like bought one on eBay and they sent it to me in a box and I just kind of figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> like you I, know- I mean, trial by fire. That's so funny, and it yeah. really fits into my theory that people don't decide to learn the stand-up bass; other people decide it for them. <laughs> yeah. it was, I was so, I was so. It fine was definitely it. decided for me. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, James was. I'm in another band with James, and he's like, he's telling me that their their bass player was moving away, and you know, did I want to give it a shot? I was like, yeah, I give it a shot, and and I played acoustic bass for a number of months, you know, out of the gate, and then, um, you know, I've always been an electric bass player or whatever, and I just played an acoustic bass, and then at some point, Ben was like, you know, you maybe pro- you should you should probably get yourself an upright. <laughs> it's <bass>. time, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. time. And then I and then I bought it and I sat on it for like what two months. Yeah, I just I wouldn't bring it out. I was like. Oh, I'm just not. I'm not sure. I'm, uh, you know, I it's don't a lot. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, yeah. you just got to get out and do it. If you mess up, nobody cares. They're staring at the bass, going, "That's really cool." Yeah. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Yeah. That was 100 percent true. I yep. mean, I brought it out and I screwed up so bad on that first gig with the with the upright. Nobody cared. Everybody kept coming up like, "Oh, it's a really cool bass." Well, yeah. I have a theory about that. Okay, when it comes to this, isn't exi- this isn't the same for like kind of classical music concerts or or really big concerts but if you're playing in a bar no one notices if you're bad they notice if you're good yeah so you can turn a room around by being awesome yeah but if you're just 
kind of sucky. No one cares. You know, you're just yeah. being sucky in the background. Yep. You know, like you, it's true for the majority. Definitely, I, yeah. I'm the person that like if there's a shitty band playing i'm like i'm, I'm out of here i can't i can't do it <laughs> it's like it's just like even like house music playing in the background i'm like yeah. i can't stay here any longer <laughs> yeah it's just like it gets like <laughs> i start getting anxious and i'm like yeah. uh my palms start sweating and i'm like i don't know what's going on well i think we're we're kind of slightly maybe but uh, all i can do when i'm in a bar if there's a band playing is analyze every single tiny thing they're doing because yeah. we do it for a yeah. living but you know, yeah. like I don't know if that's everybody. I, mean, I hope it's not. Everybody. Well, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing though if you if you do it the right way because I mean it's 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 class. You know what I mean? You're yeah. being entertained, but like everybody can kind of. It's an art, so everyone yeah. can kind of do it different. Doesn't matter yeah. as long as it works. You know exactly, yeah. exactly. And and you know what I was the reason I sort of brought that up is it was more for the positive aspect of if you are really good. You can totally turn the room around. You can have everyone mm-hmm. listening yeah. to you and turn yep. it turn yeah. it from just being a band in the corner of the room to like a get a concert. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, kind of what it's all about. Um, yeah. So uh, when you guys are writing your music, do you who writes and and how and how do you put it together when it comes to arranging it for the band? You want me to answer that? Sure. We all we do it differently, <laughs> um, and. It's I I don't like I don't like to have a recipe, right. you know what I mean, sure. uh, or a way because then I feel like I'm just putting too much pressure on myself. Yeah, like, you know when you go through a dry spell and you're not writing for a while and you're like kind of beating yourself up. It's best just to let things happen organically. There's been songs that we've um, that we've written uh, with Dan, the guitar player. There's been a song that I brought to her half done and she wrote the other verse or, and then we just kind of, but just like letting them come up with a basic idea and kind of just let them breathe. Otherwise you're kind of just like stifle. It's like, it's like, it's like writing something and then recording it automatically. It's like, you can't do that. You gotta let it. Absolutely right. Yeah. You know, you gotta let it unwrinkle, I guess. Yeah, totally. Who who would you say has the rights the most in the band? Or is it kind of even? I think Dylan writes more than me. He has I just a don't keep what I write. <laughs> <laughs> he just he has a way of um I'm very over analytical. I, I right. overthink everything that I do. So when I sit there and write a song, like it takes me like a couple months to mold everything together right. to get it where I think it should be. Sure. Whereas he'll shit out a song in like an hour, right? And it'll be she like put it so eloquent, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean it though in in the best way though because <laughs> you put out this song and it's amazing and and I'm I'm very envious of that. And he's like, I wrote it over breakfast. Yeah, he's like, I just well, uh, walked ones. into while the other room and here's right. this song. I wrote it while eating what? my pasta this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always said, it's, if you. If it comes out quick and naturally like that, it's so much better than anything else you'll ever do because you have this idea and you're I call it polishing the turd. Yeah. No. If you yeah. keep polishing it, there's not gonna be any turd left. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be gone. <laughs> well, I think is it is it your phrase or did you get it from somebody where you say uh you say a Uh-oh. song is never finished; it is only abandoned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Uh, yeah, one that's of the things, one. one of the things that we've been doing lately, and and it tends to be with every band I'm in, is so, so whoever comes up with the the most recent song we wrote, um, 
Hector came with a, a few chords and was like, I was thinking it could be a kind of like quite a sort of classic Irish drinking song type chords. And they gave it to me. I wrote a bunch of words on it and then kind of wrote a chorus and changed it a little bit. And then we just sat on it for six months, played, kept playing it out live. And we we're like, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? Then we rehearsed last week. Yeah. And we're like, and we were like, we by that point we knew what was wrong with it. It's like this bit it sucks. This bit, the, yeah. when we're playing it live, mm-hmm. this is the bit where we feel like it doesn't. It's not finished, and we just that helped us to kind of like zone in on the things we needed to change. And now we've got the the thing is done now. You yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. good. But it took like it took like having the original song and playing it in front of people and being like. Oh yeah, I'm a bit embarrassed when it gets to this bit. I don't want yeah. it to be like this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's always nice when it's a collab like that. You know, like yeah. you know, uh, it, I, you know, Ben definitely wrote 99 percent of the lyrics, and you know, but it was just, it's always nice. Like when we were sitting there at the practice, and 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 we're like, well, what's wrong with it? What's this? You know, and and Ben's like, well, well, let's try this, and then James will be like, right, but instead of that note, let's do this note, and then I'm like, all right, well, let's do that, and like at the end, it really was a like a nice collab, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm all uh, about that. We've I've written songs on my own, but all the things I think I've been a part of the the best things have been you know collaborative to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No man is an island. Woman, Salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So when you're at home, do you guys uh, do you guys practice your instruments like kind of in a traditional sense? And if not, is there any kind of practice that you do do? And uh, what is it? <laughs> I Steph Steph plays upright sometimes. Um, I've picked up the mandolin now and cool that's kind of playing rhythm your whole life and then just going to that it's needs pra- you know you got to practice doing leads and stuff like that so sure. I, I can't sit at the house i used to walk to the bar <laughs> with my mandolin and play the whole way right and we're talking you know a few miles so it's gonna take uh, me a while right. to get there or i'll stop i'll bring stuff with me and i was doing that for a while because otherwise if i sit at home i I won't practice. I have to take my instrument out of my comfort zone to yep. where it's just. I come here. I co- I work here, and yeah. I I come here, and I get here a couple of hours before I go to start work and and practice then, and that yeah. actually yeah. makes it. So because my house is is I've got all these animals it's crazy in there. You yeah. know, I can't. Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally on the way here. I was thinking um, it would be nice to to rent a warehouse space and and do that again and just have that, you know. Uh, an art studio is an art studio. It's a it's a thing for a reason, you know. You kind of need, especially myself, I'll find myself, I'll sit down with a guitar and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to play for an hour and then I'll do this or I'll do that. But I'll play for 15 minutes and then I'll get up and start cooking or like, yeah. oh, I have to clean or I have to do that. Yeah. Like I have to get all that stuff Everything away. surrounds you in and, your house where you like start yeah. thinking about adult yeah. responsibilities, and then all of a sudden it's like it seems trivial, yeah, right? Whatever you mean, yeah, but uh, I have to be an adult, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like I, I wish we we did play more, um, and practice more at, at the house. We should, it's yeah, hard. What's that? It's hard. You have the tattoo on you. <laughs> what's is that a pick? Yes, is that for? It's uh, I pick you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Aww>. Gross. <laughs> what? What's that? That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. So, um, as a band, do you guys rehearse, or do you, are you playing so much at this point that it's just that? 
it's always paid practice, you know. Yeah, try, yeah. I try and throw some things out. I don't like to do it all the time, but like throw some curveballs every once in a while, like just play something new, jam something out differently, just because it breaks the monotony as well, especially yeah. when yeah. you're playing for people that aren't necessarily necessarily there to see music. You know, yeah. you're kind of like it's it's a hard thing to. Do you know with, when it's okay to blag it a little bit? I yeah, know what you yeah, mean. Exactly. Yeah, we do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. But yeah. um it, it it's it's a it's a fine line. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, for sure. But uh yeah. Yeah, we just try and add we try and add one, you know, like if it's something that's close enough to something else we do and it's not pushing us too far out of our comfort zones, we'll just we'll throw them in there. And sometimes yeah. someone will ask for a song that we don't know. We'll try and play it, and it'll go really well, and then we'll just add it to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right, well, I guess we can play that. we know how to play that now. Yeah. That's always a good one, because then it's like, you know, even though you put yourself in a slightly... Um, uh, Sort of dodgy position by playing so you don't really know it's not your fault. It's it's because someone asked for it. So you right, right. You have an excuse. Well, this yeah. guy, I don't see. I don't know. Oh, come on, you know it. Yeah, so yeah. When they do that, they try and convince you that you know a song. It's like, yeah. come on, man, play stairway. Like, you know that there's several aspects to the song. <laughs> the thing is, because I've been in that situation so many times before, the fact I know that they will be disappointed if I screw it up. Because it's like the, the, the last thing anyone wants when they're desperately asking people what they think in their head is that you're saying no because like um, I don't know you're, you maybe you think you're too good for them or their song or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's not that you just don't know how it goes. And so sometimes you know I, like I'll try and hack it out and and make a mess of it, and they're like, oh, oh, like, it really see? doesn't see. Yeah. Oh, it really doesn't. <laughs> this is why I initially you're said paying no. Me to be here. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. Can't do this again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Um, so you guys tour a bit. Can you tell us a little bit about where you've toured? And we were talking about it earlier. I think it'd be interesting to the people who listen to this how you book your games. Trade secrets. <laughs> <laughs> no, we um. Chinese secrets. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't t- the secret ingredient is you. <laughs> no, we uh we've been as far west as Austin right. and as far north. And this band is Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, we had in 2020. I had a two-month tour booked from here to Toronto to Wisconsin, oh, and wow. then I was booking Kansas City when everything started canceling. Right, and oh, yeah. uh, so that was that was like my. I spent a lot of time doing that, <sighs> and it was. I mean, it was a two-month tour. Yeah, and so that kind of put me in bad sorts to do all that work because you're just selling yourself. Everybody has their own ways of doing it. I, I email blast. I use a few different uh, sites. I, I like to promote Indie on the Move. I don't know if I can say that or not. And sure. me or whatever. That, but they're awesome. And We'll charge them for the sponsorship later. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> whatever works. Go. I got plenty of money. I'm a musician. <laughs> but... Um, well, that- when he's like, I need help with this date, um, maybe in this city, and he goes... Um, you know, via Indie on the Move, I'll go to Google or Yelp or whatever and just search for music venues in the area oh, cool. and kind of, like, look at their website, see what the vibe is, to see what's going on, to see if yeah. it w- would even be somewhere we should play. Yeah. Um, to kind of just give it a different... Um, I have I don't know, the most luck approach. calling people. I mean, right. emails are great, but if I'm if I can do it, if I'm in the right mindset, I usually can cold call a place and 
figure out who I need to talk to or, you yeah. know, a lot of it is... I like doing it. I like cold calling places because in America, it's interesting because I'm English and people go, people remember me when I call them. Yeah. It's like better than an email for me, you know. Mm-hmm. It actually works good. Yeah. yeah. But, you have that going for you. I'm just awkward as hell. I'm, gonna say, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just like, uh, what do you charge hi, an hour? I'll, uh, I'll give you, you a phone Do you want to list. host my band? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, I booked this great British band. <laughs> <laughs> they don't show they up. It's like, like this, it's me. It's <laughs> <laughs> been swindled. <laughs> That's really funny. So, um, in terms of like recordings, wh- where are you at with all that? Are you wor- um, when was the last time you released something? What are you working up to? Anything? Have you been recording stuff lately? We um, released our last album in 2020. Um, last year was kind of a uh, leap year. <laughs> sure. Um, it was a shit show, you can say it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a shit show. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's it, okay, it was, it was literally for everyone in yeah, the world. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> there were like these people that were super stable and they were getting overtime and they and they were just like, this is great. And I'm like, you're an asshole. Yeah. Um, but... We released it, and then like everything shut down, like right, right after we released it. Um, oh, wow. We haven't. We kind of need to uh, acquire budget and stuff like that to get back into the studio and yeah. for for more stuff. Um, we've been. Did you do anything at home, like with your with recording? We did. We um we actually recorded a couple songs on like a. We bought a task you know, task cam. Yeah, four track. Right, like four a track. old. One that I've had since I was fourteen. Yeah, 15. cool. Yeah. And we bought a condenser mic and just you know one mic in the room. And I honestly like that better than studios are great, but a lot of times if you're not playing live, you just kind of it just gets cold, especially with the style of music Lose that we soul. play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys that. out of anyone I know, when every time I see you guys, I'm like, they really can groove together. Like you've got a like a very solid like yeah. just baseline groove, which is a hard thing to do, and not everyone does. You know, some people just yeah. can never do that. And I think with this kind of Americana type and bluegrassy kind of end of the woods, it's what it's all about is having that. You yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. you have got it, yeah. which is sick. So if I Thank can you. see how recording mm-hmm. something really uh, kind of sparse like that would work really well yeah. for you, you mm-hmm. know, it it yeah. It sounds so much cooler to me. I don't know. It just reminds me of like listening to old old recordings, you know, like listen to old Dixieland and jazz and it's it's all there. And even those like super old Bob Marley recordings where it's like the ska stuff, you can like hear the house move. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 warm, it's and with all that getting lost, I really wanna go back lo fi, not because it's hip or it's cool, but it really works for what we do like we sure. sat there and maybe played a song three or four times just arranging ourselves and okay turn the bass this way you're gonna sing this way you know and we got our marks now so we can just go in there and yeah, be like awesome. all right let's bang a song out nice. and get cool. it like you know get it in one take so that's yeah. a yeah that's a awesome feeling and it's really nice on the pockets too because yeah. it's not yeah. cheap to get good studio time now no yeah. no not at all no it's true man um yeah i just uh, i think that sort of lo-fi approach really works what we're like a kind of a similar kind of of a band but we have the feet <laughs> drums which which is just kind of enters us into a bit of a different situation yeah. quite difficult to get a good mix on them 
um, you know, when just if you're just recording with one mic. But um, what we decided to do for the next thing, next serious thing we record is go and do it in a day or two at Sun Studios and just do everything like that, like first, second take, you know, and just yep. play it and record it onto tape and stuff. Yeah, Sun Studios does it. Uh, uh, I've been there a couple of times now just, just doing tours and stuff, and they, they, they're... Uh, uh, they do tours, I guess, during the day, and then in the evening and at night, they they record bands, and they um, they still do it on tape, old school. Yeah, yeah, and, that's um, awesome. And it's you know everybody in the room, kind of like what you're talking about, and everybody's mic'd up. I mean, there's different, there's definitely different mics and things, but it's you know everybody in the room, and you all play together and stuff, and it's I mean. It, Kind of a you know old old vibey cool feel you know yeah, yeah. and you're at um, Sun Studios and yeah, it's, exactly. and it's actually at Sun Studios sounds pretty bucket listy actually yeah. a whole lot more reasonable than you would think I was just about to ask it's, about that it's um uh so so my son plays drums and last time we were up there my my niece lives up in Memphis last time we were up there uh my wife was gonna book a um like a I don't even know. I think it was like a four-hour session, like a half-day session or something for the two of us. And because it was just the two of us or whatever, it was like 500 bucks. Um, we ended up not being able to do it just timing-wise. Um, but I think like a full band for the day is like 1000 bucks. Like, Wow. Like, that's it. And, a day and, if, with, and if you're oh, recording man. live and doing it, and then yeah. instead of I mean, track so, by yeah, track. Yeah, so Go I'm thinking prepared. a day, a day yeah. or two and you're right. done, you know? I mean, you yeah. could bang it out. <laughs> Yeah, that's the idea is that we know our songs to the point where we could play them in our sleep and we just go yeah. and do yeah. it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be comfortable. That's I always yeah. feel like whenever I do something, when I'm, whenever I'm recording, it's automatically like I start sweating a little bit. Oh, God, that's yeah. me. Yeah, every, yeah. Time, like, every time I record, I do that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> how do you get – you go, and that's why I like the, doing the stuff at the house because, you know, I don't have an engineer like – Right, yeah, <laughs> this guy, you know, or whatever. I, I'm I'm in my element, you know. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, definitely getting the right atmosphere for it is it is can be tough, but I think just as long as we get we're super super well rehearsed for yeah. it, yeah. we got till July, so we got long enough. Mm-hmm. We say that now, but about third week of June, we're like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. <laughs> <I know. laughs> what songs are we gonna do? <laughs> so, um, do you have a, have you got anything? coming up anything in the works anything that we should know about that you're excited about we are releasing a new music video cool um we haven't picked a date yet (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be in a a few weeks have you recorded it already yeah everything's done done. it's we went down to the keys yeah and uh What's that? Did you say you went to the Keys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. We went down to the Keys. Uh, a lot of my family and friends live down there, and uh, we went to some iconic spots. And you know, if if you go down there in in Isla Mirada, um, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was fun, but it was very arduous. It was right. Sure, we did it. In, what is it? Did we do that in March? It was hot. It was I just hot. It was hot as hell. It was um, hot. Like, Does it really oh. matter what month? I mean, it's Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, true, we have summer true. and summer too. I mean, right. I mean, those yeah. are our yeah. seasons. Yeah. to do it now. Like, it was just... Other than that, it was great. But right. it was it's a, very it's hot. It's a song about Florida, so oh, it cool. makes sense. Sure, sure. <laughs> that we were sweating previously. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've hung around on Isla Mirada a bit. It's very hot. Mm-hmm. It's extremely hot. Um, yeah. I remember when we were... We went on a vacation there, and just in the little 
bit of water that was next to the house, a little bit of a kind of a tiny bay area, just like two sharks swimming around in circles. And there. It's just such a funny place. Yeah. Ben, uh, you're getting very American on me. You said vacation. You didn't say holiday. Oh, Ooh. no. Leisure time, sir. What's that? <laughs> oh, he's getting American. Like, I'm sorry, Mum. <laughs> we apologize. Yeah. So, yeah, we have that video and then. Um, we're hoping to, you know, start recording some new stuff. Yeah, we want to do some see. of those house EPs. Yeah. We really want to do that. Yeah. We've got a few. I think we've got a few songs done already, but we don't want to still, like, kind of tiptoeing around. So would you, you would, like, record it at your house, and then would you send it to someone to master it? I mean, well, that's that's kind of what we're on the fence about. I don't know right. if... You know, everyone has Spotify. You know, there's it's really very easy to stream music. And I was almost I like buying CDs. I still do it. Um, I, I like. Buying I was going to ask you about that actually. Um, <laughs> I, I I love having hard copies. I don't yeah. know. It's just a weird thing that I feel like you forget about it or it gets lost otherwise in your yeah. phone or whatever in the cloud. Yeah, but um, <laughs> wherever that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> But no, we're. I, I want to have something that you have to come out to a show and buy. Yeah, it, it's you know. Are you uh, going? Are you like going thinking CD or vinyl route? What do you think? Um, I mean, I'd, I'd really, I'd like to, I'd like to put put out another cool little seven inch. But I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to having some cassettes, to having some CDs, because yeah. I mean, people still have. I still have a cassette player in my in my car. Yeah, <laughs> I, but that's why that is the reason why last time we made cds is because like then you get to be the one cd that the first people have in their car yep. you know wherever mm-hmm. they go they get in the first thing comes on is your band because it's yeah. like uh, their only cd yeah we hear that a lot you know like oh yeah. man i listen to you guys all the time you you're always in my you know exactly whenever i don't want to listen to the radio i hit the cd and well and then on the other end of it we have people that complain they're like we don't have a cd player yeah and i'm because, like yeah. Yeah. Well, here, well you maybe you know what's cool about that. that boom boxes still exist. You know, you can get yeah, yourself yeah, a ghetto blaster here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, we we did the we did a live album. We we actually did a live stream here and then took those tracks and and uh, had his your brother did it right. Yeah, my brother, brother makes a master and everything. Um, and so we put out a live album and, and it was cool. I mean, we got a local artist to do the artwork and stuff for yeah. it. And, um, uh, Adam yeah. Sheets, right? Yeah, that guy, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, Shout out to Adam. Cool. Uh, Big up Adam. And then uh, yeah, I mean, it was just and it's. I don't know. Like like you said, there's a lot of people that definitely go, oh, I don't have a CD player. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. But there are those people that are like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll buy a CD. And it's right. and it's just, I don't know. You're right. It's it's just fun to give somebody something, like an actual physical something. Yeah, yeah. you're holding yeah. it. Yeah. And so we actually haven't, uh, we haven't released that digitally yet. No, we haven't. I was thinking about that actually earlier today. I was thinking of we need to get a moving on that. I was looking at the folder on my desktop and thinking I should probably upload that to Spotify. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Actually, I'll do that. I'll yeah, it's do been that it's been almost days. it's been closer to a year at this point. Band yeah. meeting. Yeah, we didn't do it right. <laughs> at the, we didn't do it at the beginning because we wanted to sell some CDs. We wanted yeah. it to be the only way you could get it. It did kind of work. We did a, actually quite a few mail order. Yeah. And then um, and mm-hmm. now we're kind of down to one box. It's like it's time to put it online. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, yeah, all right. So um, why don't we have you guys play us a couple of songs? All Sounds right, good. let's That'd do it. Cool. All right, great. One, two, three, four. Last call, the bars are all closing. And you've got to go home. So I close out my tab and I get up real slow. 
It's hard to go home when you can't find the door. Well, I tempted the bottle when I lived in sin. Drunken memories kept the law forgotten in this room that I'm only deliver me tonight. Warm, soft bed in a bottle Sometimes I wonder, is he born in his grave? Is it proud of what I've done? So hard to be right when I've always been wrong. This path out of darkness seems much too hard and long. Last call, the bars are all closing. You've got to go. My tab and I get up real slow. It's hard to go home when you can't find the door. I live in darkness and I've run from the light. Who am I to tell you which one is alright? Got this one out feeling it's just coursing through my veins. Seems I'm heading north on a southbound lane. Sometimes I wonder, is he rolling in his grave? Is it proud of what I've done? So hard to be right when I've always been wrong. This path out of darkness seems much too hard and long. Last call, the bars are all closing. You've got to go So I close out my tab And I get up real slow It's hard to go home When you can't find the door Just 
too damn long Even when I wanna kill you I guess it's here that we belong This episode of 561 Music is sponsored by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It's a biker bar in Sequester, and um, it, you should come check it out. It's a pretty cool place. It's up on uh, US 1, um, right when you leave Jupiter and start going into Sequester. It's on your right. It, um, it's primarily like a biker bar. There's an area out front of the place where you can pull up on your bike. But um, you can come no matter what vehicle you're driving. We're not snobby <laughs> about that. We're not limited to uh, bikes there, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> And um, my father-in-law um, took it over. It was uh, used to be Judy's, and uh, um, like a, been a popular spot for decades. And um, he was Victor, the guy who used to run it, was um, thinking of putting it down. And my uh, father-in-law stepped in, cleaned the place up a little bit, and um, you know got some good beer on tap. And we have a, a great chef, Bernsey, makes food there. And we have a bike night every second Thursday of the month with um, live bands. And we have bands on Saturdays from 6 to 9. And um, then there is also coming up on the 30th, we have this Saturday, there is a, a b- big Vince and the Fat Cats are playing. And they are just 
Amazing. Riot. They're yep. a fantastic band. And um and then on the Sunday, this Sunday, um, me and Victoria Lee are doing a Halloween open jam. So if anyone can come to that and come and jam with uh, me and Victoria Lee, if they if they so desire. Nice. Right, yeah. So that's handlebars. Um. All right. Uh, when we get back to you guys, um. So could you tell us a little bit about what those two songs were about? <laughs> Want to go first? Uh. So tempting the bottle. It's just uh, we try tried to write a drinking song. You know, right. it's hard to it's hard to leave when you can't find the door. Sure. And. Uh, I could relate to a lot of the lyrics in that. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it, it kind just, of sound a bit, a little bit about like kind of being in a band too. And. Yeah, it, I was just I really wanted to write a fast A minor song and right. and wrote the chorus and kind of did a little bit of uh, for the verses did a little bit of my own life, uh, but that's why it's a drinking song. Well, I like <laughs> so, I like the uh, there's a kind of. Uh, a stylistic thing that you guys have that kind of reminds me quite like a little bit of Wood Brothers <coughs> and some other people. Thank you. Thank you. Where, where <laughs> there's there's a lot of kind of like moves. There's a certain way that you move between the one and the four, which is just reminds me of that. I, I, I there's you definitely have a a style like a a way, a way of unexpectedly changing between like to the subdominant and stuff like that when you wouldn't expect it which I think is very interesting I enjoyed that song thank you um, yeah uh, <laughs> well, yeah, was what was the other one about um, the second one we played is called Johnny and June um, so I always say that you know it's hard enough being you know in love or being in a relationship oh, I just got it Johnny and June okay yeah <laughs> You're going to Sun Studio. Yeah. <laughs> Get it together. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and then you add being a musician on top of it, and that adds, uh, you know, we're, we're, I wouldn't say we're the most stable of people. Right. So um, it was kind of like a half love song, half like play on like, we fucked up. <laughs> you know? Like, right, gotcha. So yeah, that's kind of what that's, that one's about. It was cool, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's some good stuff. So you play a very interesting-looking double bass, and you were telling us all about it earlier. And usually we have people get their uh, pedal boards up on the screen, and we talk about their pedals. But um, I think it should it would only be right to talk about this very interesting bass. Could you tell us a bit about it? Yes. It's uh, Eminence Bass, and uh, I, I bought it because I was tired of – I play older instruments, and um, – I was really tired of worrying about people. I actually mentioned it to you. I had someone yeah. kick my stuff over a few times, and yeah. things break, and they're not as easily replaceable. So I did that to Zach once. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Not on purpose? <laughs> not on purpose, no. Um, be a better story. <laughs> but it, it just takes up a lot less room. Um, it's great with feedback. It's still an acoustic instrument, so I, I can practice um, You know, without amplification. and yeah. It comes apart. It, it the neck actually comes apart, and it'll go into a golf bag. So we've gone overseas once with it. It's nice to be able to not have to worry about renting an upright bass. Yeah. So much, it's a lot different than renting a guitar or renting, you know, a, an electric bass. Yeah. Sure. There's just so many. Uh, I couldn't it's imagine. Not yeah, it's not just, yours. Yeah. And variables. Variables. Yeah. yeah. And so th- that's kind of why I love it. It's. it's 
pretty pretty easy uh, when you say you take it apart. Pretty easy to take it apart, put it back together. Yeah, it's, it's one screw. I mean, the hard the hardest part is is restringing it. And yeah, what's I mean, it, when it comes to the setup, does that take a minute to kind of adjust? If I have to, I can do it in fifteen minutes. Wow. Um, okay. But it, it's kind of like scary when you do it that fast because you can actually flat the bridge or you yeah. know if you mm-hmm. wind it up too much. Mm-hmm. But um, it's worth every penny and the people that i bought it from up in uh i believe i believe they're in minneapolis i've talked to them on the phone they're so nice and what's the name of the place it's a, it's a gel base okay is uh and I, i'm i'm blanking on the gentleman's name but i mean i've actually snapped it in half and sent the neck in and he glued it back for me oh, oh wow cool. i mean which should have been a lot of money he did it Fairly inexpensive, sent it right back out. I mean, That's just great. awesome people in general, especially the upright bass community is a smaller niche community. So, right. and it's nice when they'll talk to me because usually they're, you know, if they if they see me in person, they're like, "What's it's it's a very small community? <laughs> What's this weirdo doing here right now? And why is <laughs> right. he touching my nice stuff?" <laughs> when I started playing the uh, the upright about eight nine months ago, um, I remember Zach, your old yeah. bass player. Uh, he said to me, um, he, you know, he, he said, oh, I saw you uh, You finally broke down and got the, the stand-up bass. So, yeah. He said, man, that's great. He goes, he goes uh, you know, I can I could tell already you're going to be one of the top ten stand-up bass players in Florida. And at first I was like, wow, that was a really nice compliment. And then it occurred to me there's probably less than ten there's of us 10. in <laughs> South Florida. <laughs> so there's probably less than of us. At, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm probably like number ten. Top of your class. Yeah. Top of your class. Yeah, yeah. so. Certainly playing live a lot, you know, there's a probably, yeah. Well, I mean, realistically, was there like five guys around here who like kind of, you know, there's money there's a it? lot down in Miami, and I've met okay. a lot of people down in Miami, but it's like a lot of jazz players, a lot of jazz yeah. players, yeah. and uh, a few. I've met a few luthiers, I had a great one in Austin, but I don't really have anyone that I go to here. Um, but you know, I just ran into this guy who did all the bases for UM. Mm-hmm. Right, know, yeah. for for their music department, he didn't even want to let me into his house. I mean, it's just <laughs> like one of those. Once you find that community, you just kind of got to. We're friends now. Like, yeah, let's exchange yeah. numbers, <laughs> like you know. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome. I did, it didn't occur to me. Of course, there's loads of um, players down in Miami, and because there's yeah. loads of everything in yeah. Miami. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's like a separate world. Miami, Fort Lauderdale, you know, Lake Worth. Yeah, Palm. It's everyone kind of just sticks in their little bubbles. Yeah. yeah, it's like the keys. People won't drive like three or four miles down the road. Oh, it's a different island now. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna stay right here. I'll tell you the first, uh, the first upright because I, I'm, I've only been playing nine months and I'm on my second upright now. So the first ones, the <laughs> the head uh, snapped off. The head, the headstock snapped right, right at the like right at that nut. Um, it just snapped and. Um, Right, right at a gig, yeah. actually. It was like yeah. hanging oh by a thread, but I finished the gig. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so stressful. Um, so it was just, it was pulling? It was pulling, and I just, I was just playing very lightly and just <laughs> yeah. very carefully, very gently, and I made, I made it through the gig. Frets. Yeah, yeah. No, it was great. Um, but uh, I, I, same thing. I, I was having a hard time finding somebody to, to fix it, um, and uh, I found a place in uh, Boca Raton, Barnes Violins. Mm-hmm. Um, man, uh, I think it was... Timothy, I think is the guy's name down there. Um, just great people, man. And and, the, and he he glued it back together for me. But he also drilled and put a carbon fiber pin in it. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, like that's oh, yeah. just never. You know, nothing was ever going to happen in that. But ended up selling it and 
Did you know Timothy is now. the uh, is the number one earning name in the world? Is it really? There's a lot of rich Tims. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been named Tim. Right? Well, right. To me, man, I would have put a quarter inch bolt through it. So <laughs> if you, you legally I've change broken. your name to Timothy, would anything rich. happen? Well, I'm not. Maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> There's this kind of prep. I was prob- going to say, or is it like you have? That'd to make you more American it. if you had two first names. Like you could be like right. Ben Tim, <laughs> <laughs> Ben Bob, Ben Tim Joe, mm. Ben Bob, Ben, oh, ben, ben Timothy Bob. Band. <laughs> I'm for it. Yeah, I man. mean, she's already Stephanie Ann. You know. Oh, really? That's cool. I'm Dill Bill. You We're good. People, uh, my middle name for. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to know our home address, <laughs> her social security number. I actually is. have two middle names. My two, name's three, Benjamin Joseph James Childs. Okay. Oh, which means my than first two initials are BJ, which has been embarrassing. <laughs> so, <laughs> and my second two are JC. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just do with that what you will. What would, what would Ben Childs do? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. I had my WBJ. Uh, my parents came over here from Cuba, man, and my mom was like, like everybody had you know fourteen names. It was just a Spanish thing, right? And yeah. uh, and so when I was I was first one born here in the U.S. Um, in our family, and when I was born, my mom was like, Hector Diaz. That's it. We're not giving you any other names. And I actually had like. I actually felt bad growing up. Like, everybody's got a middle name. Oh, I don't have yeah. one. Yeah. It was so stupid. Oh, man. <laughs> it was all just kind of rebel against and, this kind of Cuban right? thing. Yeah, uh, my mom was just like, yeah, screw it. Too How are they going to find you, though? You know? How's someone going to... That's that's like, you know, you can kind of stand under the radar with Hector Diaz because there's so that's many the John, of That's yeah. the John Smith of, yeah. uh, of uh, <laughs> Spanish people. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Juan Gomez. Or, yeah, know, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are you guys, um, have you guys got any gigs coming up? Yes. Um, we actually, we're opening up for Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band yeah, next awesome. week. Cool. That's awesome. Um, and uh, we have Barkback Benefit coming up. Yeah. Um, See you there. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, know. you know, the, the norms, <laughs> the, the huge Yeah, the huge okay. Gigs. Cool, yeah. yeah. Well, um, is there somewhere that people can go and check out, uh, What's the what's the best place? Is it your website or is it your Instagram? Yeah, or? our website is uh thecoppertonesmusic dot com. Right. And uh you you know, you can find all of our socials and all the things from oh, the website. Yeah. yeah. And for everybody that follows the 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 podcast, uh, uh they'll know that we always put all of the links and everything. So your website, oh, your yeah. social media, emails, awesome. social yeah. security number, phone numbers. Perfect. Everything. It'll all be <laughs> Thank there. God. It'll all be in there. Your middle name, it'll all oh, be in it's there. Happening. You're not public property. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's okay. Yes. <laughs> Only if I get branded. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, but Killbillies aren't doing anything this weekend. I have a gig on Sunday with Victoria Lee at Handlebars, like I was saying. Yep. Um, and then five six one music booked uh, Sierra Lane on Friday at Connolly's. That's right. So Every, yeah, go see Sierra yeah. Lane on Friday at Connolly's. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, what time's that? Is that nine to one? That is a nine to one. And right. uh, I guess uh, there's a Jason Aldean concert at uh, I think Financial. Thank God. Oh, okay. And it's so, been a while since he's come through. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, go check them out. So they. That's uh, what it's, that's what it's doing, called now. I think. I think financially, yeah, it's the dumbest name. Mm. Um, but it's not dumb if you want to sponsor the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, what's about, up, I think. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, they, uh, I guess they're doing, Connolly's is doing kind of an unofficial Jason Aldean after party. Oh, really? So Sierra Lane's That's that. why. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I get it now. Nice. Yeah. Gotcha. So should be good, though. Should be fun. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. thanks so much for coming on, guys. Thanks Thank for having, having us. It's been yeah, a lot absolutely. of fun. Yeah. yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah. Thanks.